All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everybody. Bye, mate. Welcome to the Better Than Ever. Ah, shit. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest just went up to like 11. Good afternoon. Let's say a big fuck to Nick. Ty, Ty, why won't you kiss me? He did, though. Turn it down. Let's get started. Better late than ever, episode 125. Can you believe I've done these for 125 weeks? No, I guess there's a couple episodes there. There's a couple of weeks. There was multiple episodes in a week, I suppose. Can you believe I've done 124, now 125 episodes of this? All one take. All one take. You think I'm stopping and re-recording? Hell no. Hell no. I was trying to get Frank Saravalli on the episode today, but <laughs> turns out he's got bigger things to do than jump on a little better late than ever with bag milk. I just think that... I've got we've got Frank coming up for the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament here in a couple of weeks, and I just wanted to talk to him about the experience. We had a blast last year, so I'm going to try and get him on maybe next week. We'll see if we can get Frank Saravalli on, or I'll just start doing the bit like the Jimmy Kimmel show when he goes and apologize to Matt Damon. We ran out of time, something like that. You know, we're going to kick off the podcast as we always do with a shout out to the audio department. Go book some studio time at theaudioapartment.ca. Record a podcast. Record the album you've always dreamed of recording. You got a song in your heart? That's the place to let it out. The audio department.ca is where it all happens. You can book some studio time right through there. I demand that you do it. I demand it. Going to start off with a complaint. Me versus Mother Nature continues. If you live in Edmonton, you know why. Do you live in Alberta? You live in the prairies, frankly. You know why. Here I've been on this podcast for the last handful of weeks, glowing, thriving, pumped about the way there was no snow in Edmonton. The weather was mild. I take my dog out. I said probably, I think it might have been last week or the week before. It doesn't matter. I said this is the greatest winter I've had with my dog so far where we can go out. It was like plus eight, plus nine. We'd cruise around. Even if it was zero, zero is casual. Zero is cool, man. Outside today, I was shoveling some snow, Shea Castle milk, before I started recording. It is fucking cold outside, and it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Matches your cold, dead heart, though. <laughs> Zinga. Isn't very rude, Satan. It just sucks. Looking at the forecast, 
don't normally do weather reports on the podcast, but when you get extreme cold warning, a long period of extreme cold temperatures and windshield this weekend, air temperatures could drop up to minus 55. Minus 55. With the windshield. What the fuck is that? No, thank you. Why do we live here? Why do we live here? According to theweathernetwork.com, a long period of extreme cold temperatures and wind chills this weekend. Air temperatures will continue to fall through the end of the week with the coldest values expected by Saturday morning. The temperatures will drop to near minus 30 degrees Celsius tonight with wind chills near minus 40. Over the weekend, morning temperatures will reach minus 40 degrees Celsius in many areas. Wind chills will approach minus 50. Slight improvement in temperature is forecast early next week, but certainty is low uh, but certainly is low and below normal temperatures are likely to continue. Not great. Extreme cold weather warning. We were thriving last couple of weeks. Last couple of months, I should say. This is ridiculous. This is what the audio department pays for. You know? This isn't what they pay for. This kind of cold weather. It's nonsense. It's nonsense, I say. I just hope it warms up for Jasper. You know what I mean? Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament coming up the third week of January. It is now January 10th as I'm recording this. We're going out there. We're going to the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. It is presented by our new friends that you'll hear in the voicemail at Booster Juice. But I'm excited to go play some hockey. It's great. You go play on Lake Mildred at the beautiful JPL. It's exactly where you want to be, but I'll talk about that more when I do the plug for Booster Juice coming up in the voicemail. I'm just excited about it. All I care about, though, is that the temperatures heat up slightly. Give me an extra 10 degrees. Minus 5, minus 10? Perfect. I will deal with that all day to play a little shinny, play a little pond hockey. It's going to be fantastic. Other things that are not so negative. I got a new bed. Finally. Talked about it a little bit last week. Ari congratulated me on the new bed, but it's finally arrived. A king-size bed. Last night, by the way, me missus was staying out at a family member's place just because it was biz- a big a dump of snow yesterday, and she didn't want to drive. So, yeah, stay out there. No problem. I got the entire king-size bed to myself last night. Night one. Showed up. I moved it in. Got it set. Washed the sheets. Set them up. Everything's nice. Me and my buddy, Frank. Not Sarah Valley, the dog. By the way, I got a new Frank microphone set up here. So if he comes around, I'll just switch over. Now I'm talking into a different microphone over here. But this one I'm in full E in control of, and it is handheld. So I've got a different Frank mic situation set up just in case he wants to wander on down in here. And I'm going to switch back to the main one. See what I did there? But I got to lay in that thing last night. Frank and I, we didn't even bother touching. He's just like, bro, I'll see you in the morning. I'm like, my guy, see ya. You know what I did last night just for funsies? I fell asleep this way. I didn't mean to fall asleep this way, but I did it. I slept across my bed. Have you ever done that in a king-size bed? I slept across. Not top to bottom as you would expect. I'm perpendicular, baby. I slept the whole, at least a couple hours like that, and then I woke up and I'm like, what happened? Oh yeah, I'm not in the right orientation. The configuration for my bed slash sleep is wrong. So I spun 45 degrees, but still. Uh, No, 90 degrees. Spun 90 degrees. My geometry is not so good. It's so good. If you don't have a king-size bed, you should. You absolutely should. And free plug, shout out to Andy. I have some family members with some Andy mattresses, so they're like, you should just go get one. So I got one. I got to tell you, watching the thing, it comes in a box. You've seen the commercials. You've all seen them. Watching that thing inflate over the course of two, three minutes, very satisfying. Didn't expect that. Didn't expect that. But there you go. King-size bed. Bag milk is happy. We're all happy. Sleeping better, feel good, rest up, feel young. The next thing I wanted to talk about um, before we get into the news was my boy Quads. Are you talking about me? I'm talking about you, buddy. My boy Quads, if you don't know him at all, Quads is our editor-in-chief of the Nation Network. He is also the editor at CanucksArmy.com. Does some really good work. He's been a guest on the show a couple of times. Love to have him. Thank you. Well, anyway, what you don't know about Quads is that he is a big Lego guy. And in his apartment in Vancouver, he's got some pretty intricate Lego setups set up in there. I do. He's been telling me for a while now that he thinks I should at least buy myself one Lego set just to see what it's like. 
as a means of something that quads and I talk about sometimes is just like, how do you turn work off? How do you shut the brain off from pointing at direction A just to settle it down? And so he goes, recommended Lego. So what did I do? I went on Amazon and I found a Lamborghini Countach from back in the 90s. You remember those? (laughs) Fucking sweet whip. That was my dream whip when I was a little kid. A Lamborghini Countach Lego set for 20 bones. And I started building it last night, 282 pieces. I started building it last night, ended up having a good time with it. I don't know that I necessarily want to turn into a Lego guy. I'm not sure that I really want to display my Lego around my house. Quad's very proud of his Lego. He and his missus are actually very proud of his Lego. But my Lamborghini Countach, I'm absolutely going to put up in my office. So I'll send you guys pictures. I'll post them on social anyway when I'm done. I'm about halfway done. The back end of the car is done right now. It looks real sick. Probably the only time in my life I'll ever own a Lamborghini Countach. So, you know what, Quads? I'm going to play a little Lego. He was very excited for me last night. I was sending you cases and ways to stack cars. And if you want to be a car Lego guy, I was telling you how you can do it. And I was also pointing out some Ninja Turtle Lego that you can have. And I was thinking about other things that old people like you might like. And I was having a good time. I fucking love Lego. He does. He really loves Lego. So anyway... My first foray into Lego. Is that weird, by the way? My older brother, he used to love Lego when we were growing up. He had Lego all over the places, but he didn't really buy the sets as they come presented now. He had a bunch of loose blocks in a big tub, and he would just build these cool things because that's how his brain works. Mine doesn't work that way. So when I would play Lego with him when I was a little kid, I would just build these square houses over and over again. He'd be like, why are you building another square house? I'm like, me no know how to build. Last night, following the instructions, very nice. Very nice. I can follow these instructions. Never built anything like this before, though. Lamborghini Countach. Probably finish it tonight. Don't mean to brag. It's too cold to fucking go outside these days. So what else am I going to do? You know? On a programming note, before I get to the news, I don't know if I'm going to have an episode of BLTN next week. And I'm going to loop you in on why. So if you saw the news from, was that November? Playmaker, our parent company, got acquired by Better Collective, a company out of Denmark. So next week on Tuesday, I'm flying out. So I won't be on ON Radio next week either. I'm flying to Toronto Tuesday morning, uh, lunchtime, I think. I'll be at the Chili's by 7 a.m. Flying to Toronto, going to meet the new overlords, the new bosses, the new business daddies. So I'm coming back on Thursday. So I don't know if when I'm going to mix in a BLT on there. It kind of depends on when I get back on Thursday. I might try and knock one out when I get home on Thursday. But then the very next day, I go to Jasper for the pond hockey tournament. So it was a very, very busy week for your boy. So if I don't have a podcast episode next week, listen to this one twice. That's the way to do it. Just listen to this one twice. Got it? Good. I'd hate to give you a best of episode the third week of January, but I might have to. I don't want to, but I might have to. So anyway expect no podcast next week and if you get one that's cool that means i worked hard maybe i'll do one maybe if i maybe i'll do one monday maybe i'll do one monday we can do like something different maybe either way i'll try to figure something out even if it's just a short one quick one just say hi maybe i'll just loop jay into recording something with me when we're in toronto maybe either way i just want to let you guys know ahead of time but let's get to the news This is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information. They are, whoops, didn't mean to push that fader. It's fun having a roadcaster. I just push these faders up and down, and it makes me happy. It's very satisfying for my brain. Um, Alberta Blue Cross, they are going to be our official travel insurance provider. Nation Vacation coming up just over a month from now. Just over a month from now, given the way it is outside and how cold it is, you could absolutely join us in Arizona. If you go to nationgear.ca, get all the details for the nation vacation. We're going to go watch the boys play in Arizona in that tiny little barn. Edmonton versus Arizona. Bunch of your favorite internet people joining you. Come on. If that's not an experience you want to join and be a part of, I don't know what it is. Visit nationgear.ca to get all the trip details and visit abwcross.ca forward slash travel if you want some information on their insurance products. Listen, the Alberta Blue Cross, they cover me for everything. Dental, vision, sometimes I get a nice massage, all because I'm a member of Alberta Blue Cross. Starting off with the news, as we record today, 
as we record today, January 10th, 3.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, the Edmonton Oilers are in a playoff spot. Yes! Let's go, baby! It's been a minute. It's been a climb. Now, they've been in a playoff spot here for a minute, but... Let's look at this now. Let's break this down because currently Oilers played 37 games. They are on an eight game or eight game heater. We know this. Seattle's oddly won seven games in a row, but they're still behind. And we have the tiebreaker and we have some games in hand. So 37 games played. The Oilers are 21, 15 and one. They're at 43 points. That is two points behind the Nashville Predators with four games at hand for the first wildcard spot in the Western Conference. Have you got, are you following me so far? Are you good? Excellent. Looking at the Pacific though. The Los Angeles Kings have lost six in a row, including last night's game. They are now only four points ahead of the Edmonton Oilers. Remember when that was like 15 points or 10 points or something like that? Only four. Now, they have played the same number of games, so it's not like the Oilers have games in hand over L.A., but if L.A. keeps slipping three, four, and three in their last 10 games, the Oilers are going to catch them. Remember, our boys at eight and two in their last 10 games. They have now won 16 of their last 19 games. Very hot. Very, very hot. Very hot. So hot. Looking at Vegas. The Oilers are eight points in front of or behind Vegas. And you go, bag milk, that is quite a sizable gap. But the Oilers have three games in hand behind the Vegas Golden Knights or over the Golden Knights. So if they win, let's just assume they win those three games at hand, right? That's an extra six points. So if I go 43 plus six, that brings me to 49 points. And all of a sudden, there are only two points behind the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, my Lord. Let's go, baby. Vancouver, though, the... They're annoying. Seven, two, and one in their last ten. Vegas, by the way, three and seven in their last ten. They are kind of falling apart right now. Hate to see it. Just kidding. I love to see it. We love to see it. I want you to talk more about Vancouver and how they're doing wonderfully, and nobody expected them to do anything. The thing about Vancouver is they are. They're playing really well. Again, seven, two, and one in their last ten. They're on a three-game win streak. They just swept the New York road trip. Um. They're playing good hockey, but if you are a believer and a subscriber to underlying numbers, you look at their underlying numbers and you go, this doesn't really feel sustainable. Their PDO is highest in the NHL by a fair margin. And basically, if you don't know, a PDO is a is a is an addition of your save percentage, your team's save percentage, and your shooting percentage. Generally, it floats around one. So the Canucks are sizably over that. They're due for a regression at some point, just like when the Oilers, nothing was going right for them at the beginning of the season. They were due for a regression back to the mean. Vancouver probably is too, but the thing is they own the tiebreaker over Edmonton. They've already beat us three times this season. Very annoying. You all remember it. We don't need to cover it. We'll move on. The point I'm getting at is I see a roadway. I see a pathway to at least second place in the Pacific division given that we're not even at the halfway mark yet. I see a pathway to home ice in the playoffs. I see it. I see it. Let's go, baby. Oops, I didn't mean to push that. Thank you, Taylor. Um, It's an amazing place to be, given where we started, isn't it? So as we record today, the Oilers are in a playoff spot where a month ago, doom and gloom around here, myself included, extending the winning streak to eight games. Nothing solves your problem quite like an eight-game heater. Go check that out. Go check that out at nationgear.ca. We actually dropped it on a t-shirt. Nationgear.ca, get yourself some new threads. Last night's game, though, was the eighth victory in a row. The Oilers did not look good. They looked awful. Thankfully, I was on After Dark with Aaron Bordano, and I got to give my two cents about the Oilers just really sucking the high banana against a team that they really should have dominated, shouldn't they? Yeah, they really should have dominated the Chicago Blackhawks last night. The Blackhawks have basically most of their team on the IR, including Connor Bedard, who's out for six to eight weeks with a fractured jaw. He had to get surgery. That news came out today. I actually feel bad for the kid. That's a bummer to have. As somebody who lost Connor McDavid in his rookie season, saw how that affects the team, affects just the general morale around a team that kind of sucks or really sucks. Yeah, that's that's tough news, and I feel for Connor Bedard because he's obviously a special player. Um, but I think it was Tyler that said it on Oilers Nation Radio the other day. He's going to have to learn, and he will learn from this because ultimately. 
He's going to look at cutting into center, getting lit up by a dude that's twice his size. He's probably not going to do that again. So it sucks, though. Sucks to see. But back to last night's game against Chicago, I'm not going to spend too much time on it other than say that is arguably the ugliest win I have ever seen in my life. The Oilers managed to walk away with a 2-1 win. Now, there was the two disallowed goals in there. The first one I had a problem with because I think that if Chris Knobloch would have challenged it, it probably would have been reversed, the no-goal call. That said, it was called no-goal on the ice. They would have taken a penalty if it didn't go their way. Okay, okay. The Oilers' PK is really good, though. Killed off the last 13 in a row. I thought it was worth the gamble in that moment. I just did. Chris Knobloch, come on, man. Come on, man. Throw the towel. I guess I'm just used to when Jay Woodcroft was the coach and we had Jeremy Kupal as the video coach, and they would challenge everything. Remember that game where Jeremy Kupal called three challenges and all three of them got wiped off the board who's the new video coach how are we supposed to get excited about you if you don't even call what are those called coaches challenges doesn't take timeouts either nobby interesting i mean the team's playing very well so i guess you don't need timeouts all that much when you're playing well but interesting to note nevertheless I just thought that was interesting. And then on the second one, flashbacks, all of us Oilers fans, we all got flashbacks to the playoffs from two years ago, didn't we? Western Conference Finals. What is offside? What is possession? There's a debate, apparently, because the NHL doesn't really know what their rules are. Who knows what is NHL offside anymore? You would think that based on a standard set by the Kale McCarr goal review two years ago in the playoffs that what Leon Dreisaitl did last night where he did a little dipsy and a doodle at the blue line maintained some semblance of possession would have counted as a good goal, right? No, that is not right. That is not how it went. In fact, everything about that just was frustrating. We had to sit through about a 10-minute challenge for the NHL to not be able to figure it out definitively. And since it was called a goal on the ice, I don't know how you can go ahead and wave it off just because you feel like it. Maybe there was a pixel of a frame that was super blurry that made Leon look offside, but there was no angle that was definitive for me. And the NHL, again, just cannot get out of their own way. Cannot do anything right. And it is increasingly frustrating to watch them do these kind of things. And I don't even know what else to say about it other than that, you know? I just don't. It's incredibly frustrating when the rules just don't matter or you don't understand what they mean or they just, you don't know what's going on ever. And I think that it just needs to change. It needs to change. And no better example of it than seeing Connor McDavid get frustrated last night by that call. Because again, it just goes to what is offside now who is offside? How can we even know? Right? Here's what Connor said. Our goal go against you mm-hmm. five years ago. Do you have an opinion on the dry side one that all similar? What did you think about that? I, I do. I mean, obviously, if it takes you 15 minutes to, to determine if it's offside or not, um, it probably doesn't really matter. Um, you know, um, you know, I talked to the linesman after. Ultimately, it's not, a, not their call, I guess. You know, obviously, they said it came down from the league, but, you know, you zoom in, you zoom in, you keep zooming in until you can't zoom in anymore, and I guess it's offside. So, um, you know what, um, these, these are calls that, uh, you know, change games, and ultimately it didn't go our way. You know, that was a big call, um, but whatever really, really hurt them, and um, I thought it should have been onside. I mean, it's kind of possession too, right? Like the argument of possession, um, that whole debate can start again. Um, you know, it was such a close one. You'd like to see it. You know, I, I think the NHL uses the analogy dead wrong, right? They, you know, if it's if it's dead wrong or something like that, I don't know what they say. Like, they want it to be clear and obvious, right? Um, that one's certainly not clear and obvious. Connor McDavid, a little spicy. Don't you love it? I love when he sticks up for himself and sticks up for the Oilers and just speaks out because his voice carries weight. So to see him with that opinion, I... You know he must have been rattled. That's Connor Matt. You know? Anyway, the NHL can't get anything right. It's very, very frustrating. So with that, I guess I will just, uh, I guess, to the NHL rulebook. I'm just going to shoot the rulebook because it doesn't really matter. Okay, watch me go. Fatality. Thank you. See what I did there? I shot the rulebook like I'm Kid Rock. Something I don't like. Remember when he shot those Bud Lights? (laughs) Fucking weird time to be alive. 
Ah. Anyway, last night's win over Chicago. I think I said this on After Dark last night with Aaron. I just say, you know what? You take the points. You get on the plane. You get the fuck out of Chicago. That's the only takeaway from last night's game. Outside of... Stuart Skinner was excellent last night. So that's the last thing I want to kind of touch on. By the way, Zach Hyman, two goals disallowed for old time's sake for the culture. Uh, But the other thing I want to touch on is Stuart Skinner over his last 15 games. Got it? 50 over his last 15 games. He has a save percentage of 929 and a goals against average of 1.93. Those numbers are electric good. Isn't it amazing? What you can do when your goalie is stopping a bunch of pucks. And right now, the Oilers do not win that game last night against the Blackhawks without Stuart Skinner. Full stop. He was great last night. He was the best player on the ice. And again, without him, the Oilers do not win that hockey game. So I just wanted to give a quick uh, salute to Stuart Skinner for the work that he's done recently and just the work that he's done, like I said, over the last 15 games. The other thing that we're talking about around here is getting Zach Hyman to the all-star game. Hilarious that he's on pace for over 50 goals, 55 goals. Remember, his career high in Toronto is 41 points. Never had a hat trick ever. He's now got four with the Oilers. He's got three this season. It deserves to be an all-star. And to send him back to Toronto as an all-star with the Oilers. Hilarious. Gotta happen. So vote for Zach Hyman to go to the All-Star game. Let's make a big push here over the next month or whenever voting closes. I don't really pay attention to this stuff. But Zach Hyman to the All-Star game. You deserve it just for the lols. Even just for the lols. Looking at some of the guys who are going. Connor McDavid already going last night. Picked up a point. Extended his point streak to eight games. He's got 14 points over those eight games. McDavid doing McDavid things. Slowly climbing up the leaderboard. Though those boys up top, they're they're not giving it up lightly, are they? The other guy who's certainly heating up, Leon Dreisaitl now has seven goals in his last 10 games overall. He has goals in eight straight games against Chicago. I said this last week and I'll say it again now. It does not get better for the Edmonton Oilers than to have Leon Dreisaitl heating up the way he is down the stretch when they absolutely need him, right? Right? Of course. And that's where we're going to wrap up the news for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information on all of their products. But remember, if there's one thing better than sharing memories, that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories more wherever travel takes you. Travel's going to take us to Arizona. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. You're listening to Better Late Than Haggis. Your podcast for all of Scotland's needs, A. Eh? Scotland food, we we do some haggis. Hey, come on. Play in Scotland. Better late than haggis, right? <laughs> Better late than haggis. Sure. For our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly, which I am. It's time to talk about a little betting. And last week I was bragging about how hot I am. Or was was being the key word there, how hot I was. And when you're a sports better, and especially when you bet on your favorite team, that is the Edmonton Oilers, things can swing on you in a hurry. And last night, that was the case as I got cleaned out last night against Chicago Blackhawks. I had Oilers to win on the puck line. So that means winning by two goals or more. Did not happen. I had uh, Oilers to win over six and a half total goals and Ryan Nugent Hopkins to score. That was a juicy one that I thought I was going to get. No dice. I had Oilers to win and Leon Dreisaitl to score two points. I was just like, easy against Chicago? Come on, man. He did not. The only thing I won last night, the only thing I won last night that kept me alive, kept me afloat. I bet on Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl both to score a plus 250. So a $5 bet turned into $17.50. That was the only thing that kept me alive. So I'm actually down 250 on my bets for the night. Better down 250 than down all of them. You know, also just as a bonus bet on Oilers Nation radio yesterday, I bet on Connor Brown to score. I was just like, if ever there was a situation when Connor Brown is going to score, it's got to be against a Blackhawks team that doesn't even have an NHL roster on the ice. They've got their AHL roster on the ice. And here I am betting on Connor Brown. And what does he do? Nothing. 
I wasn't planning on using you, Satan, but I appreciate that. You knew what you wanted. You had dark thoughts about Connor Brown. You might as well just let me say them. I watched your face as you lost your money. He had a couple opportunities to at least get a shot on goal, and you didn't get squat, mister. That's the life of a sports better sometimes, I suppose. Again, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly. The pendulums, she swings, my friends. And this week, it is ice cold. Guess the fuck what? You're listening to Better Late Than Never. Brought to you by Bag Milk's Alfa Romeo Barbecue and Foot Massage. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Rage sack beating time for our friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. Of course, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oilfield disciplines specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. What kind of tools do they have? Time for the megaphone filter. Rental tools, fishing tools, drilling tools, coil tools, mills and bits, any tool for any job. Oh, I forgot the completion tools. They've got completion tools too, TrilogyRentals.ca. Love that. TrilogyRentals.ca, that's where you need to go. They are, of course, the sponsors of The Righteous Sack Beating, the reason that this segment exists. And for me, what annoys me very, very much lately is the trend that every major company has on earth, which is robo-customer service. Now, I guarantee you have called company A, B, C, D, does not matter who it is, and you do not get to talk to a person. You have to talk to a robot. And it goes to one of those things where it's like, if you would like to leave a message or speak to a real person, put their extension in now. And it's like, who knows the extension number? I'm not anybody's family. I'm trying to get some customer service here. And then you have to jump through all these hoops. You got to jump through all these different kind of measures and levels of where the menu is. And if you don't pick the right one, it loops you back to the starting point. And so what I end up doing is I just start hammering the zero key over and over and over and over and over again and just go do, 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 until eventually I go somewhere and then I'll get one of those things where it goes your entry is invalid please start again and then it sends you to the main menu of that same robo customer service agent and you start back at at item one this past week all i wanted to do was check on my tv package i wanted to get rid of a couple of things i want to swap them out for a couple of different things so what happened was the the tv station paramount I paid for that channel for a long time just because it was part of my package. And I noticed recently that they pulled it out of the package I have because they want you to subscribe to Paramount Plus, which in itself is another righteous sack beating that there's everything is just a streaming service now. Nobody wants Paramount Plus. Nobody. And yet, instead of having your own channel, which you did, which was Spike, which was TNN before that, you just take it off the air and you go subscribe to our shitty streaming service. So my point is, I'm going to swap that channel out that I pay for for a different one, or I'm going to get a cheaper TV package. That's all I want to do. But if you thought that I could make an easy phone call and speak to a person that could help me with that, impossible. You've got to tap dance these voice robots for 15 minutes before you actually get to talk to a person. And guess what? Once I spoke to somebody, they were very helpful. They solved the problem very quickly. But to get to them took forever. And I don't know why this is a thing. I, myself, have worked at a couple of different call centers in my life as a younger man. One of them when I was in Australia. By the way, this is just a quick aside. When I was in Australia, I worked at a call center. And my job was calling people to convert their gas and electricity provider. I would call them up. I'd be like, hey, can we talk about your gas and electricity? And people like, oh, fuck off, mate. A lot of people thought I was American and they would tell me off for stealing an Australian person's job. I'm like, no, no, I'm actually in Australia, but I'm from Canada. And they go, yeah, all right. And they would hang up on me. Fine. Eight hour shifts of getting hung up on over and over and over again. I get it. That sucks, man. But on an inbound call, why do I have to jump through these hoops? Is there so few people that want to work at those jobs that we can't have at least somebody directing traffic this reminds me of that episode from the office when pam kept directing the guy away the one who wanted to institute the robocallers or else she would lose a job is that what happened do all these companies are they just trimming their bottom line so that all of us collectively that our customers have to suffer that's what it feels like that's what it feels like when you have to dance these robo tunes i don't know the steps i don't know the moves just let me talk to a person man you want to see a man 
young boy, I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. You're listening to Better Late Than Sleepy. The podcast for all your sleeping. Oh shit, I've got the wrong podcast. Oh, wake up, you twats. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The voicemail. The voicemail. The voicemail. Brought to you by our friends at Booster Juice. We are partnering up with Booster Juice for the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. They are going to be here. They are going to be providing us with some delicious options once we get off the ice. I'm very, very much looking forward to the activations with Booster Juice at the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. In the meantime, however, I will be going to my nearest Booster Juice location and pumping. And I mean pumping. Strawberry sunshine's down my gullet. Maybe a mango hurricane. Those are my two favorites. Now, should we look through the menu at Booster Juice and see what they have? Is there anything that's new that I'm just... I always get the same two items all the time. I just do. Strawberry Sunshine, Mango Hurricane. So let me look at some of the other ones that we've got here. Hmm. Ooh, they've got some nice juices, just some nice apple juice, a carrot juice, a ginger hammer. What is in a ginger hammer? Apples, carrots, and ginger. Hail to the kale. Kale, apples, gingers, lemons, basil. That sounds lovely. Heavenly Horizon. Ooh, apples, lemons, ginger, pineapple. The funny thing about having ginger in these is like I always go, ew, ginger in there? Really? I think of ginger when I eat sushi, right? That's kind of where my mind goes. It's delicious. Trust the artists at Booster Juice. That is my. That is what I'm saying to you. That is what I'm saying to you. But when we get to over to the, the smoothie menu, this is where I really shine. This is really, really where I shine. Hawaiian Sunset is also another one that rules. Raspberry, banana, mango, passion fruit, guava, and vanilla frozen yogurt. Come on, man. But here's my jam. Mango hurricane. Mangoes, strawberries, guava, passion fruit, yogurt. Maybe get them to throw some bananas in there sometimes if you're feeling frisky. Come on. Shout out to Booster Juice for joining me as the host of or the sponsor of the voicemail. I'm very, very grateful. Looking forward to going to grab some Booster Juice later. Nick, we're going to start off with you. I just want to clear up my righteous sack being from last week, talking about the like my my credit card not working at Subway and the movie theater in the states. Ah, uh, yeah. So if you remember, Nick was having issues down in the states with his credit card, and I felt like he had a shitty credit card. There was something that was weird about here where they go, "We can't take this here. We'll get your Canadian funny money out of here." There's something like that. So I'm looking forward to this follow up because Nick, I was very confused, very confused indeed. Um, I'll just say this like. Most every place I've gone to, except Canadian credit cards, like it's not not a problem. All right, it's only a few I've been to. The subway, and so we're calling out this one specific subway location. Okay, movie theater, mm-hmm. which I both add. Cinemark is a national corporation in the states. I don't. 
Interesting that they wouldn't work there. It's not like you were at just some random Ma and Pa theater. You know what I mean? Interesting. Go on. I don't fucking understand. I guess they just have old ass machines because you know Montana's kind of redneck. They just got these old ass <laughs> machines that aren't programmed to accept Canadian <laughs> credit cards or maybe just have a blood vengeance with RBC. Maybe they have. Um... Now I'm thinking about this. Maybe they have some kind of fee, some kind of uh, transaction slash conversion fee that they get charged on the credit card side of their business. And I wonder if their margins are thin and they just don't want to eat into that margin with an additional fee from the credit card company. Like if you buy, depending on which credit card you use for varying situations, the fee that the vendor gets charged for your use of that credit card varies. Um, So I wonder if there's something in there. Maybe. But it's just really fucking annoying once that happens. Yes. And then you start second guessing yourself. And mm-hmm. you're sitting there like, well, I'm going to go buy this shit or I'm going to go sit down at this restaurant. Well, w- what if my visa doesn't work? Yep. What if I eat a good meal mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there and my visa is not going through because it's a Canadian credit card? Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I have enough cash in my wallet to cover this? Probably not. And then you start thinking about all this stuff and it's really fucking annoying. Which is what the righteous sack being is about, is these minor annoyances. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that probably doesn't happen to most people. But the fact it happened is pretty fucking annoying. Yep. How the hell does a Canadian credit card not work? So I think what we've learned here from Nick is that there's just a couple of specific instances where his card didn't work. He got real worked up about it. I was accusing him of having a shitty credit card. Now I'm wondering. I'm thinking it through. Is there some kind of vendor fee that those te- those guys don't want to pay? That's one of my guesses. That's my new guess is there's a vendor fee of some kind. Ben, you're up. That was a big I just sigh. re-listened to one of the episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And I have heard that the uh, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo, has been sold. Uh, <laughs> it has been sold, Ben. <sighs> We say goodbye to my beloved Alfa Romeo Stelvio. Wherever you are, I hope the new driver is treating you well. Personally, sorry, that's just my brother. Uh, We're all brothers out of your brother. Uh, this is a really sad, teary goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, Arnold will also be very sad. Yep. Give a moment of silence quickly. Thank you. Da, da, da. goodbye Alfred Romeo thank you Ben yep my beloved Alfred Romeo Stelvio it's out there somewhere someone else is on a day like today using the hand warmers and the seat warmers and they're enjoying them with the lumbar support I miss you Alfred Romeo I miss you Good afternoon. Hello. It's Derby Day here in the northeast of England. It's the veritable, true righteous red and whites against the Saudi Arabian oil twonks of Newcastle, who we hate. Everyone hates them. Come on. Come on, Sunderland. It's Derby Day. We're going to fight everyone. Um, let's not fight. Let's fight. If you hate Newcastle, clap your hands. If you hate Newcastle, clap your hands. If you hate Newcastle, hate Newcastle, hate Newcastle, clap your hands. And that's one of the better songs we can actually sing, which is better late than never acceptable. The thing about soccer fans, sorry, football fans, Donkey, some of the chants you guys have are unbelievable. Unbelievable, some of the European football soccer fan chants. Like when my favorite one was, not my favorite, it's weird to say it that way, but when Queen Elizabeth died and the Irish fans had Lizzie's in a box as their chant when they were playing against some English team, I was just like, oh man, it's cold over there. You guys are cold as ice. Maybe you send me a DM in the old group chat and let me know some of those uh, less than savory chants that you guys might have. Maybe some of the ones that you don't want to play here, you know? Good afternoon. I've just eaten a packet of German sausage. Hmm. How was it? If I'm going to eat a German sausage, 
I would like a review. Or if you're going to eat a German sausage, I would like a review. You can't just come and humble brag about what you're eating. I wouldn't just be sitting here being like, oh, man, this fictional burrito that I'm enjoying is so lovely. And I just, I, I really made it to perfection and is grilled nicely. And there's a nice bean to rice to meat ratio that is just unbelievable. That is more acceptable to me, Donkey, than just being like, I ate ate a great burrito. I want to know about the sausage. What happened with the sausage? Don't fucking hoard your sausage knowledge from me, Donkey. Come on, man. Okay. Bag milk. How long do you... Actually... Uh, Ben, this one sounds like shit, bro, so I'm hoping I can hear it, but if I can hear it, we're just gonna... We're gonna move on. Just... That's what it sounds like to me. Everybody. How long do you think it's going to take David to reach a thousand foot? Huh? That, I, that, I can, that I can solve. Uh, we're going to skip that message, Ben. I see you got another couple on the board here, so we'll be okay. But I, you know, uh, before the season started, I would have said this year. I think he needed like 160 points or something to get there. I would have said it this year. I don't know that he's going to get there this year, though I'm not betting against him. If you had odds for me today... Can Connor McDavid get to a thousand points this season? And it was like juicy enough to chase. I would absolutely be all over the yes. A hundred percent. I believe he can do it. If anybody can do it, he can do it. But my guess is probably the first 10 games of next year. That is my, that's my bet. That is my bet. Unless I get offered a better bet, which I will bet on that bet as a hedge on my other bet. Got it. Good. Ben, you're back again. Okay, so the Oilers are something like 15 and 3 with Novak, and now it's back to their former selves. Um, what do you think. <coughs> Gross. Happened with Woodcroft. Do you think he just lost confidence from like some of the players he wasn't playing, like the third and fourth line guys? I think that legitimately, like. I thought you were going to say, where's Jay Woodcroft now? If I'm Jay Woodcroft right now, I'm on a beach somewhere spending the Oilers money and I am not watching any hockey. I'm just dialed into getting better as a coach. Maybe he's watching other teams. I don't know. I actually love to know how much hockey he's watching right now. Is he watching any Oilers games? Does he skip the Oilers highlights? Like if he's watching sports center and the Oilers highlights, come on, does he watch it? Love to know that. But I, I just think that at the beginning of the year, Everything that was going wrong was going wrong. And while some of that is probably Jay Woodcroft's fault, I think that it was everybody was up their own asses with all of the all of the pressure and the expectations. And sometimes we're people and we forget that. And I think that I really do. I don't know that they would have rebounded in the way that they have under Knobloch with Jay Woodcroft. Obviously, I don't know that. But they probably would have because the team was way better than their results were early in the season. Now, I'm not complaining. We're not looking backwards. We're looking forward. I'm a knobby man. I'm a knob gobbler, and he's doing a great job, Ben. That's why they were bad, or what do you think? Personally, I think kind of lost confidence in those lower line people. And- There's that, and I think that some of those guys weren't playing as much as they probably should. I think that Woodcroft was fighting for his job. He knew it was kind of on the line, so he's playing Connor and Leon a lot. Unfortunately, Connor and Leon weren't Connor and Leon the way we expect them to be, and when those guys are producing at a lower rate than expected by themselves, plus some of the other players, Nugent Hopkins was uh, not performing at the level he needed to be. Matthias Ekholm wasn't playing at the level he needed to be. Bouchard wasn't producing like Bouchard today. Stuart Skinner wasn't anywhere close to the numbers I read off earlier. All of that, death by a thousand cuts. It was Connor said it earlier in the season, death by a thousand cuts, and I really believe it. And uh, I think the team maybe just needed a spark, and it's like, wake up now. Yep. You got to go. But I just find it weird because Woody has been such a good coach, and I... Obviously, I start sucking. I just think that Woody is going to be a good coach wherever he ends up next, Ben. I really, really do. Wherever Woodcroft ends up next, he's going to be a very good coach for that franchise. And it's going to bum me up because I still love the guy. But again, I'm not looking backwards. I'm a knob gobbler now, and I'm happy about Chris Knobloch. The guy gets his haircut every other day, as far as I'm concerned. You can set your watch to a haircut like that, and I respect it. And I think that he's doing good things on the ice, and he's building confidence. And I actually, I'm going to do it again. I'm apologizing to Paul Coffey for not thinking he was going to do anything productive with the defense, but he is. 
you've got guys that are playing much, much better in the back end. And I think Paul Coffey deserves a lot of credit there too. So the spark, like you said, was clearly needed. Now, did they pull the pin on Woodcroft too early? My opinion is yes, but the results prove otherwise. So what the hell do I know? You know? I know you're always wrong, so that's what I know. <laughs> Big milk. Um, I, I had a question for your company. Sure. And I don't know where to ask it, so I'm asking you. Um, feel, feel free. I am the company. I will speak on behalf of all of our employees and the entire organization. Nick, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. As far as I know, this was never addressed. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure people know it exists. Um Better late than never is tied for second. My second favorite was Nation podcast. With- Thank you. Second? That's pretty good. It's real life. Ooh, I was I was wondering if you were going to say real life or O and R. So I do three. If you if you're just listening to this and you don't know what else I do, I do three podcasts for the Nation Network. O and R, Oilers Nation Radio. That is the one I started probably 2016. I'm going to guess. Probably 2016, I started that podcast. Real life, I've been on forever. Um, and then this one, and as I mentioned earlier, is now 125 episodes deep. So back to you, Nick. My favorite podcast was Wanya's World. I thought Wanya's World died. There has not been a new Wanya's World uploaded to Apple Podcasts no, no, it was not since dead. mid-November. Um, there was that notice that came out and said, hey, subscribe to the new Wanya's World. But no new Wanya's World ever came to the platform. I thought it died. I thought it became the new North by North Gretz. Ooh, nice pull by you, North by North Gretz. That was the very first podcast I did for the Nation Network a thousand years ago, as it feels like. I find out that, hey, today, there's like seven new episodes of Wanya's World only available on Spotify. Now, I don't want to sign up for that for multiple reasons. One, my credit card's fucked. But I don't want as to we know. sign up for a platform to listen to one podcast when it should already be available on the my other podcast yeah i should like i just so i'm asking you um do you know or can you check is there like a specific like valid reason why wanya's world isn't on apple Podcasts and only on spotify or is it just like brett forgot or something um because i'm no business major but i know if you have a product and you're not making that product available to a large chunk of the market you're failing um thank you <laughs> Well, I'm glad you brought this to me. Uh, as somebody who does not do any work on Wanye's world whatsoever, I am the perfect person to ask the question. The answer is I don't know. I honestly, it should be on Apple Podcasts. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. So what I'm going to do is I'll send a message to Brett. Brett is the producer of Wanye's world, and I'll just ask where the Apple link is. I, I just, I honestly don't know what the answer is. So. Yeah, I, I I couldn't tell you why it's not on Apple Podcasts. What I can tell you with certainty, though, is that he records, Wanya records new episodes of Wanya's World every Thursday, every Thursday afternoon after real life gets recorded. So at Nation HQ, the Studio B schedule is real life from one thirty to 2.30 or one thirty to 3-ish, 2.45-ish, depending on how long we go for. And then starting at 3 is Wanya's World, 3 to 4, 3 to 4.30, whatever they do. So he has been recording episodes. Why are they not on Apple Podcasts? You're going to have to stop uh, and ask Steve Jobs. If he does not respond to your text messages, you're going to have to reach out to Tim Cook. And if neither of those two know the answer, we're going to have to find out from Brett. So those are our three options. I'll send a message to Brett after I'm done recording here. Nick, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to find it. I just don't know the answer. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I do. What I do know is that they record. I see him record. I see him record those episodes. So good question. Fair question. I'll ask Brett for you. FIFA Las Vegas. You're up. FIFA Las Vegas. Are we recording audio here? So what's happening here on my screen, and I'm just going to, we're going to ride this out together. FIFA Las Vegas has left a voicemail that is 20, 38 seconds long. So far we are nine seconds in. There has not been a single sound other than just kind of like pocket dialing. Did you pocket dial the voicemail FIFA Las Vegas? Let's see. 27, 26, 25, 24. Still nothing. Can I hear background noise? A little bit. Nothing coming through. FIFA Las Vegas, an attempt was made, but it did not work. Thank you for chiming in. 
We're going to continue on with the Booster Juice voicemail with a uh, who do we got here? We've got Ari. Ari, what do you go? What do you got going on, Ari? Connor McDavid post game bag milk off the top rope like he's Logan Paul in the Royal Rumble, just burying the league. Are you talking about when did this come in? Oh, this came in last night. So yeah, about the uh, the offside review. Ari, I agree. Back to you. We played it a little bit earlier. When Connor, like I said, when Connor's spicy, and that is arguably as spicy as he gets, at least in the media anyway, people tend to take notice. So Ari, I'm with you so far. What else you got to say about it? I am following on with bated breath. You zoom in, you zoom in until you can't zoom in anymore. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great answer. It was a great him, answer. Actually. It was really good. I haven't seen him that fired up in a while. Yep. But I don't know what offside is, and I don't think anyone else knows what offside is. <laughs> it's funny, right? Like, I said the same line earlier. It's, what is offside? All of us that have either played hockey or watched hockey for any length of time, you know what offside is supposed to be. What it is... That's a different question entirely. That is just a completely different question entirely, and it's all the league's fault. Fucking Matt Deshane was 15 feet offside 10 years ago. Now we have to sit through these piddly little frame-by-frame recaps on a tiny iPad. It's just completely ridiculous. Ari, I agree with you a thousand percent. What is offside? Who knows? The Booster Juice voicemail continues. What say you, random caller? Also with the um, Chicago game. Can we finally say that our goalie stole us one? Yes. Because I think totally. Stuart Skinner stole us that game, to be honest with you. 100% he did. Stu, without Stuart Skinner last night, the Oilers lose. And that would have been way more embarrassing to me than the loss they had against San Jose earlier in the season. Because at least in that game against San Jose, they were pumping the Sharks. And Mackenzie Blackwood just stood on his head and did what some goalies do from time to time. Last night, the Oilers only mustered 15 shots on net in Chicago against an AHL team. Had it not been for Stuart Skinner, who made some... 10 bell saves throughout the game. They are talking about what is arguably one, the end of a win streak two, and one of the most embarrassing losses of the season. Unbelievable. Again, you take the points, you get out of town, you start thinking about Detroit tomorrow. I was doing the snow and I was, I was listening to O and R man. Those cutter Gauthier jokes are so annoying. I'm sorry. It made it hard to listen to. <laughs> I'd really like to know who the hell names their kid Cutter anyway. <laughs> oh, man. So if you missed ONR, that was me making all the annoying Cutter Goche jokes. Sometimes I love a pun. And sometimes when Tyler's hosting, especially when Tyler's hosting the podcast. So back up on Tuesday, the Cutter Goche news came out and we were talking about it. And I was making endless, horrible Cutter Goche jokes. I like to do it when Tyler's hosting the podcast because it throws him off and it kind of rattles him. And that is a big part of it to me. So while I was having fun making fun of Cutter Goche's name, I was also having fun derailing Tyler. So bringing you behind the scenes on some of my horrible bits that I tend to bring up there. Spencer is leaving a voicemail. Have we ever spoken before, Spencer? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Booster Juice voicemail. Hey, Bag Milk. What's up? Uh, listener since day one. Fuck yeah, uh, dude. First time voicemailer. Hang on. You're going to get a button for that. Spencer! Spencer! Back to you, sir. Uh, I won the sweater, so thank you for that. Sick. Um, I'm just calling, uh, not Oilers related. I'm getting married in August. Nice. And Congrats. I'm just kind of starting to think about the stag. And uh, we're coming to Edmonton. And. I don't know a whole lot about the city. I usually come there once a year for games, but I uh, just wanted to do some new things, some fun things, of course. Uh, I'm just curious about the craft beer market. All the boys love the beers. I love the beers, so uh, I'm just curious if you've ever been there, what you think about it, but uh, just looking for some ideas from a guy that lives there. So, um, yeah, curious to hear what you have to say. Thanks. Well, thanks love for listening. I love you. I just love you in general, Spencer. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, so craft beer market is legit. If you guys are into just all of the beers you can handle, that is a great, great pick. Um, I myself am not so much a craft beer guy. I have been to craft beer market, though, and it is one of those ones where, for me personally, I just look at everything that they have available. Uh, I think it's like 100-plus microbrews or something like that Like that they advertise. It's something like that. I'm just doing it off the dome. But to me, that is incredibly overwhelming. 
I, I just like I'm very basic beer drinker. So I just walk in there. I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can I have a sour of some kind? They're like, we have 43 sours. I'm like, oh, no. So, yes, craft beer market's legit. You got to go push the bat around on 97th Street. Imagine all the boys out there on a stag pushing the bat around. You're going to have a great time. Go see the talus balls across the land on the side of the white mud. You're going to have a good time. Now, don't tell the boys to get stuck in there. We had a problem with that in the playoffs. The guy got stuck. They had to cut a chunk of the talus balls out. It was a whole thing. They had it wrapped around with a fence for a while. It is a problem. It also depends just legitimately, um, to answer your question for real, for real, where are you guys staying? Like, if you're staying downtown, you can kind of make your way around. The problem is when you're here in the winter, Edmonton in the winter is not all that fun. It's just not. And while I would love to tell you there's going to be all kinds of things to do, there is always some kind of like festivals of lights and there's like ice sculptures and all that garbage. But that's not what you're there for. A st- you're not, you're here for a stag, right? I would maybe like if the boys like golf, there's always a bunch of indoor golf things where you can go. I always go to the one called Long Shots on Stony Plain Road. Um, my buddies and I, we just go there to hang out. The food is good. Beers are cheap. Just hack away at balls for a little bit. If that's something you're into, it's fun. It's a casual place to spend a little bit of time. West Edmonton Mall, that's the cliche to answer. You can go kill hours there if you want to. Go check out the replica of Christopher Columbus's boat. It's sitting there. Why? Who knows? Doesn't matter. Um, it really depends, right? Keep your eye on things like uh, Explore Edmonton. Explore Edmonton's got a really good handle on some of the events. Again, in the winter, if you're coming into Edmonton, there's only like a handful of things to do. One, are you going to an Oilers game? You already mentioned that. That's what you're generally here for. Are you going to an Oilers game? Do you have tickets to a show? Are you interested in a show? Do you want to play like some of those gaming kind of pub things, in which case you go to Greta and you're going to have a great time. We did Greta for the Nation Christmas party last week and we had a blast. It's about, uh, you know, what you guys want to do as a group, what you guys want to do as a crew. But if you're here to just kind of drink and bop around, maybe set up a pub crawl for yourself. You know, there's all kinds of things. Hit up the Nino, hit up the casino at Roger's place. It's fun to go to the casino at Roger's place because it's just kind of like it's just there. Sometimes you leave a game, you drop a, you, you know, play quick game of blackjack. Come on. Bet it all on red. Come on. I'm not very good help with this. I do live in Edmonton, but like when people always ask me this question, I get asked a lot. I don't know what to, I don't know the good answers for you because everybody's so different in what they want to do. Like what I want to do in Edmonton in the winter is one, I'll go to a comedy show. Two, I go to Oilers games. Three, I'll go to like concerts and that kind of thing. That's what I tend to do. Don't really want to be outside. Don't give two shits about a lights festival. Don't give two shits about like, um, uh, uh, about ice sculptures, those kind of things. So, I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a tricky one for someone like you and when your boys are on the stag. So I would just kind of like try and take a temperature of what the group you're with, and then we go from there. Like if you're looking for some good restaurants, that I know, like restaurants around the city, that is one of my favorite things to do in the winter is just eat. Again, we're talking about a stag, so it's not really the thing that you're after. You want to go to the Rippers? You know they're around. You can go find some. How greasy do you want to get? <laughs> So Spencer, I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, that's just kind of the way it is. You know, server or Brett for real. I haven't seen you in forever. Where have you been? Yo, big milk. Can we get some new hashtags trending? How about um, hashtag get Connor Brown to the all-star game? How dare hashtag you? My- now you're just being mean, server Brett. I haven't seen you in forever. Now you're chiming in on my podcast to make fun of Connor Brown. That's my job. Just kidding. Go ahead. All-star hashtag goals are overrated. Hashtag. The Rogers Rockton Red Event. The Rogers Rockton Red Event. What the fuck? Is that actually Surveyor Brett? Now I'm confused. I'm confused about all everything that's going on. Let me see. I'm gonna start this message over again. Yo, big milk. Can we get some new hashtags trending? How- that sounds like Nick. Now I'm all confused. Here I am ending off the booster juice voicemail in a state of confusion, and I don't like it. I'm being bamboozled on my own podcast. Not not the first time you got bamboozled on that podcast. Way to press the wrong button to trigger the same voice too, dum-dum. I'm trying my best out here, man. Why don't you go finish your Lego? You'll feel better. Quaz, I don't want to hear from you either. I do want to hear from you, though. So leave, keep leaving the voicemails. Um, the link is in the link tree. The voicemail link is in the link tree and all of my social uh, social feeds. So JSBM Bag Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram and threads. I'm starting to chip away at threads again. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. 
Got a bunch of good stuff going on there, including radio hits, clips from the show, just some random Frank stuff. Frank's picks is all up there if you want to see them. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm thinking about doing another hoodie giveaway. Spencer brought that up earlier in the voicemail, so I'm thinking about doing another one of those. So stay tuned for that. Maybe we'll get a little game going of some kind. Maybe we'll get something like that. I think that we have a little bit of fun. And if I don't talk to you guys next week, I'll be back after that. Or if I do talk to you next week, Better Late Than Never is the name of the podcast. Kind of is also going to be applicable for when I actually record as well. Until then, though, until then, why won't you kiss me, Tyler? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.